I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. Party animals are not the only people getting a buzz from alcohol. Even states are addicted to booze. Revenues from alcohol sales, to be precise. State governments across India are raking in the moolah from alcohol sales, giving them a financial high. So here's the deal: according to an Economic Times article in FY 2022 to 2023, it's expected that one in every seven rupees of state's total revenues will come from excise duties on alcohol alone. Let us give you a quick picture on what we mean by more money. Excise duties on alcohol are expected to make up one percent of state's gross domestic product or GDP in 2022 to 2023. This is a significant increase from just 0.72 percent back in 2013 to 2014. In fact, states like Karnataka, Uttar Pradesh, Punjab, and West Bengal rely heavily on alcohol taxes, with the revenue from alcohol contributing over a fifth of their overall tax earnings. Now according to the report people in Arunachal Pradesh love their alcohol and as a result the state has been able to make a lot of money from booze sales the state has seen a 12% increase in revenue from the liquor industry plus just last year the delhi government introduced a new alcohol policy with the goal of making 20% of its revenue from alcohol taxes fast forward to 2022 to 2023 they are expected to make almost double that amount a whopping 9500 crore rupees just from excise duties but all of this is not necessarily good news because you see alcohol tax is supposed to be a sin tax designed to discourage consumption however people continue to buy alcohol even with higher prices in economic jargon alcohol's price elasticity is low which means that demand remains high even when prices go up for instance According to the National Family Health Survey 5 or NFHS 5 for 2019 to 2021, a whopping 15 crore people over 15 years old in India drink alcohol. And that's a huge chunk of the population. So if you are the finance minister of an Indian state, it's a no-brainer where you would look for money in a pinch. In some states, alcohol taxes make up to 25% of all revenue. In the first half of 2022, Punjab's excise department collected over 4000 crore rupees and the revenue increased by over 37%. Well, the short-term revenue from alcohol sales can be helpful for funding development projects. However, the long-term economic impact of alcohol consumption is much greater and could end up costing the healthcare system a fortune. A study by the Postgraduate Institute of Medical Education and Research or the PGIMER estimated that between 2011 and 2050 treating alcohol related health problems will impose a burden of 3100 billion rupees on the healthcare system far outweighing any benefits from alcohol taxes now that's a tax you do not want to pay for the next few minutes you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology business policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought hello 
I am Farheen Khan and this is the deep dive for 14th February 2023. The Adani Group may have hired America's most expensive lawyers to fight short seller Hindenburg Research, but boy has it taken quite the beating. Three weeks after Hindenburg's damning report accused Adani of fraud, it's not been the same old same old for billionaire Gautam Adani, the founder of the group. For starters, the tycoon is not Asia's richest man anymore. He's not even India's richest man. Companies controlled by Adani have lost over a hundred billion dollars in market value, which is the primary gauge on which billionaire rankings rest. And now, in the latest episode of Keeping Up with Adani, the conglomerate is getting a reality check. A Bloomberg report says the conglomerate has halved its revenue growth target from earlier estimated 40% to between 15% and 20% for at least the next financial year. It also plans to scale down capital expenditure and focus on conserving cash, repaying debt and retrieving pledged shares. The report estimates that holding back on investments for even just three months could save them as much as $3 billion. Now, before I go ahead, I want to tell you that The Signal's editor and co-founder Dinesh Narayanan will be joining us in this episode soon. So do stay tuned till the end of the podcast. Now, moving on. For Adani, the big challenge right now is raising funds. And that is looking like a daunting task, especially since most Adani companies' share prices have fallen. I mean, yes, sure, they have recovered some of the losses, but that is little respite. International banks consider Adani's bonds practically worthless now. Credit Suisse, Citigroup and Standard Chartered have stopped accepting Adani bonds as collateral. And as for Indian banks, well, although the RBI is playing down the whole Adani situation, reports suggest that the country's top three state-run banks, which is State Bank of India, Bank of Baroda and Punjab National Bank, have a total exposure of close to 40,000 crore rupees to various entities of the Adani group. So, they are kind of stretched thin as well. And to make matters worse, reportedly India's market regulator SEBI, or the Securities and Exchange Board of India, is doubling up scrutiny of transactions and deals made by the Adani group over the past year. In fact, in the aftermath of the Hindenburg report, SEBI itself is in the spotlight. Two petitions in the Supreme Court have accused the regulator of being too lax. But now coming to the fallout of this situation, Dinesh Narayanan talks about how it's not just a setback for Adani, but this crisis in the Adani group will also delay a lot of infrastructure and energy projects across India. The Adani group is India's biggest infrastructure player in the private sector. That means that um, any setback to uh, the Adani group in some ways also will be a setback to India's um, infrastructure ambitions, uh, especially physical infrastructure. Adani group is present in ports, in power projects. It owns uh, several airports, including the extremely busy in, uh, Mumbai International Airport. It's building a new airport in Navi Mumbai. Altogether, According to uh, 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 a Financial Times report, which mapped out the number of infrastructure projects which Adani has, it has a 
infrastructure projects worth more than each more than rupees 100 crores in 60 locations in india so it's india's largest by far the largest uh, infrastructure player and that means that uh, any setback to the adani group also will be in some ways a setback to uh, india's infrastructure story additionally the group was also expected to invest about it had announced that it would in, in, invest about 70 billion dollars in renewable energy about 50 billion dollars of that was supposed to come uh, in the green hydrogen project with total gas uh, the french group now that's also on hold which means that it would also affect india's own net zero targets because a lot of these projects are also taken into account when uh, were taken into account when india announced its net zero targets as already mentioned it was a, a source based story by bloomberg which said that uh, the group is scaling back its capital expenditure over the next year as well as its uh, revenue projections that leads to the question that if it is scaled down its revenue forecast where is it going to be hit would it be in the existing businesses or did it have ambitions of buying new businesses or would it be hit in businesses which were supposed to come on stream in 2023 and 2024 um like the port in virinjam in kerala which had uh, faced some protests from the local community as well as a couple of months ago that project was supposed to go on stream in march and it was reportedly delayed until september but at least it was supposed to go on stream this year which would have uh, brought in uh, the phase one of the project which means that that project would have brought in some revenues as well um there were multiple power projects thermal power plants which were supposed to go on stream one in um, jharkhand uh, another one in uh, singroli whether these projects would would uh, would keep to their timelines uh, we'll have to see now another important question is uh, the group's ability to service its debt clearly its ability to borrow abroad as well as from india itself is is quite limited now uh, but the question also is servicing the overseas debt even if the price of those securities uh, might have come down abroad but as long as the group doesn't default on its uh, interest payments and principal payments which might come up as per schedule it's reasonably safe its ratings would remain reasonably safe however if at any given point of time it faces a resource crunch if it is unable to raise money if it is unable to uh, bring in enough revenues to service the uh, and those uh, debts then it might be forced to sell some assets then the question would be that which are the assets it could sell clearly it would be difficult for the group to sell assets from its core businesses of infrastructure power ports uh, and other such and and uh, storage and other infrastructure so the only businesses which seem to be uh, which are rather new to the group uh, are acc and ambuja the cement companies which purchased from wholesim last year 
for ten and a half billion dollars. Those are uh, Ambuja is a debt-free company. So those are assets which it can sell, or or whether they will do it or not is is or whether they would even need to do it is a question. But those are the scenarios that can play out in uh, in the future. That is, if things were to become worse. But the very reason the group has uh, decided to uh, pull back capital expenditure is so that it might not come to such a situation that it might have to sell assets. What is going to be Adani's next move? We wonder. If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast, so feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched, and produced by Manaswini, Shorburi, and Kushal. Edited by Dinesh Narayanan. Mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the Signal. Co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thank you.